It would surprise most Christians to hear that God desires them to walk in health as much as He wants them to receive forgiveness for their sins. We will spend time examining Scripture to determine what they say regarding the subject of diving healing. My prayer is that the truths discovered in our time together will assist you in developing your faith in this area and enable you to receive healing for yourself. Many people think that the Gospel message focuses only on the forgiveness of sin. They do not believe that it includes provisions for things like healing or financial blessings. I have heard ministers criticize those who teach things like we are going to be discussing. They argue that our focus should be on leading people to a saving knowledge of Christ and that all other subjects are distractions. In my experience, I have never met anyone who does not believe that God can heal. However, the majority do not think that it is possible to count on God to heal them. They think that it is up to God, and so if He wants to heal a person, they will be, but if not, then there is no hope. My concern is that it seems we've divided salvation into segments and have made the forgiveness of sin our central message. Paul tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10:17. If we are not teaching people what the Word of God has to say about healing, they will not have faith in that area. There are probably going to be people who read these words that agree God can heal. Most of these will not have faith that He will heal them. It is not possible to have confidence or assurance in God's provisions without an underlying foundation in the Word of God. People fall apart emotionally when given a negative report from their doctor because they do not believe God will deliver them. They do not know what the Word of God teaches concerning healing. Jesus' atoning work provided healing for every person. It is not incidental, and it is not a secondary issue. Please understand that I am not saying a person can't go to heaven if they do not believe in divine healing. There have been many good people who die due to being sick that are now in heaven. You may be feeling just fine and cannot see a reason to study this subject at this stage in your life. Is it possible that someone you know may need a touch from God? We do not meditate on the truth of Scripture just for ourselves. God can take the revelation you receive and use you to impart a blessing to someone else's life. Sickness is something that each one of us will have to deal with at some stage in life. Receiving the truths that we will discuss while you are well will provide you a sure foundation to receive when symptoms appear in your body. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them, no, not so much as about the door, and he preached the word unto them. Mark 2 1-2. The first healing we are looking at involves a disabled man brought to Jesus by four friends. A considerable crowd blocked them from getting him to Jesus, so they climbed on the roof of the building he was teaching in and dug a hole in the roof. I believe that the reason so many multitudes of people were around Jesus constantly was the healing power present in his meetings. There are more examples of Jesus healing people in the New Testament than of him preaching and teaching. In a sense, healing was like a bell used by the Holy Spirit to draw people to Jesus. God did not create us to live with sickness, and there are many references to Jesus having compassion for the sick in his ministry in the Gospels. Sickness and disease are never God's will. It grieves him to see any person suffer from any level of pain in their body. God is just as concerned with us being healed of a sinus infection as he is for us to receive healing for cancer. The suffering that is so rampant in our world is a direct result of the sin of Adam and Eve. It does not please God for any man, woman, or child to suffer. Jesus knew this and ministered healing to people to enable them to live at the level God desires for us all to live. Jesus used healing to draw people and get their attention to minister the Word to them. We see this in the account of the disabled man's healing. Whether is it easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, and take up thy bed, and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, 
he saith to the sick of the palsy. I say unto thee rise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. Mark 2, 9-11. The Lord loves us without limitation. I believe that the church has made a colossal mistake in separating the redemptive work of Jesus from our physical needs. We will see in this study that He died for our physical healing as much as He did for us to provide forgiveness of sin. God does not view our redemption based on a hierarchy of needs. He equally provided forgiveness of sin, healing our bodies, deliverance from demonic oppression, and financial prosperity. Thank you for stopping by today. If this post has been a blessing please share our blog with your friends and family.